Welcome to the Guileless Man podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Pete. And today we're going to talk about, in this episode, what it means to be the guileless man. Uh, we were talking earlier, Pete and I, and I, it's weird. I feel... So I'm, I guess, let me preface it. I'm 38, Pete. And I'm, I'm 39, only a year older. Right. So we're pushing middle age, you know, 40 is often considered middle age. Yeah. And yeah, we're coming up on it <laughs> too fast. And I feel like, like our group of friends, which we've all known since high school, middle school, elementary, I think a couple of us. And I, it's, it's weird. I personally, I know I feel like I'm stuck in the kind of the mentality when somebody, you know, refers to, you know, how old you are or kids or teenagers, 20 year olds. I often kind of relate myself and like, oh yeah, the 20 year olds. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, like, like they're, they're your peers, so to speak. Right. Right. So I keep having to remind myself, no, I'm, I'm, I'm 38. I'm almost 40. I'm, I'm middle-aged. You know, I'm not the twenty mm-hmm. something. <laughs> and so it it I don't know, it's it's weird. It's the same way I kinda I feel like I'm still a young kid and let's let's go do those young cool kid things when Tony Hawk was just released yeah. again. You know, let's get our boards out, our skates out and let's go hit the ramps and you know that, that mentality yeah. we're kinda stuck in. And yeah, let's go do the stuff we used to do when back when we were invincible. <laughs> right. It's the same way yeah. as a as a fat guy, you know, being overweight that I am. You know, I I, I forget that I'm overweight. Like my wife said, oh, man, it was like four months ago, uh, sometime in the summer. We we're doing cartwheels. She <laughs> she was doing cartwheels in the front yard. I'm like, I can do one because I used to be able to. I did a cartwheel. Looked awesome. My shoulder is still killing me. Uh, apparently, a nearly <laughs> three hundred pound guy. Well, that's pushing it, but a larger guy, six foot something, isn't pushing forty. Isn't supposed to be doing cartwheels anymore. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know. So, anyways, as a a almost all that under bad idea. Oh, everything. <laughs> we'll get into lots of bad ideas. But as a nearly forty year old. Um, having, uh, so I've got three children. I've got a decent yeah, job. Yeah, and I got two. Yep. And living the life that, that probably, a, a nearly 40 year old should be, um, you know, I, I don't want to brag, but just to kind of set the tone. I, I have a, a home that I'm making mortgage payments on. I have a, a nine to five, uh, salary job that I, I work every weekday. Uh, corporate type job car loan credit card debt yeah <laughs> lots of debt all the bells and whistles that come with being you know around the 40 year old mark checked off all the boxes for older person adult yeah and checked them off a while ago like i've been doing adult things for a while but yeah i mean your, your kids are are uh eight I, yeah your oldest is eight right yeah yeah. yeah, so you've been adulting for at least eight years. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to think in certain aspects longer than that, but that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I, I, I still kind of revert back to that that whole mentality of, 
you know, when when twenty something year olds are referring to each other or, or watching a, a movie, uh, maybe that's the biggest one. When you're watching a movie or the news, and they're like, some thirty five year old something rather did this thing. I'm like, oh man, that old man. I'm like, oh shoot, <laughs> I'm I'm older than that. Mm-hmm. Like I catch myself doing that a lot. Like, oh man, those old people still. When somebody talks to like about somebody being forty, like, okay, that's an old man. Like I remember when my dad turned forty. I couldn't believe it. Like we threw a big party. Oh, you're over the hill, old man. You know, oh, grandpa, mm-hmm. you're so old. Uh, and it just, it still seems that way to me. Like that's so far off. And it's not. And it, here you it, are, it's tomorrow. <laughs> pretty much. And that's, I don't know what's more terrifying. The fact that I don't, <laughs> I keep forgetting that that's the case or, you know, the fact that it is, I don't know. I it It's it's weird to think that cause I'm, I'm still in the mindset of a 20 year old. And so that got me thinking like, so why, when I have all these adult situations going on around me, like wh- how, why would I be stuck in that mentality? I, and mm-hmm. so I've thought about a lot of it, or I've thought a lot about it. And so thinking, I guess comparing it then before we get into that, I, I want to compare it to, our parents. So my dad, uh, I think I was, I think he was 30 when, when my mom and dad had me. And so that would mean he's pushing 70 ish somewhere around there. And Mm -hmm. I I know my dad well enough. Now we have a good enough relationship that I I know what he was like when they were raising me. And I remember too, you know, dad coming home from work, sitting down on the couch, you know, he had his, his watching the news, watching the news. He had the newspaper out. He had a serious job, um, having mm-hmm. the checkbook dinner, out. Dinner was almost ready. Yep. he family come, sat down for dinner. Yep. He'd come home in his suit and tie. Mm-hmm. And it was always very like, you know, Oh, dad's home from work. And I know that's not always the case. Like, so my dad was, was pretty, you know, work is important. Work is a priority. Uh, there are bills to pay. We need to take care of this mm-hmm. house. We need to take care of this car, you know, you know, very serious. Yep. And my dad's same way. Right. And, and I know it mm-hmm. goes back to my grandpa. My grandpa was, uh, very strict. Very much the same way. Well, so how old's your dad? Uh, my dad's, a, I think a little bit older than yours. My dad's a little over 70. Okay. I think he's 70, I think he just turned 72 at the beginning of the year. Right. And, uh, and yeah, he's, he's like how you're starting to describe your dad is pretty much how I would describe my dad. Right. And so, and then, uh, yeah, same thing with the grandfather, just, you know, you work, 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 work all the time. And that's all you do unless you're sleeping. <laughs> well, and that was, so my grandpa, I mean, he grew up in the depression where, mm-hmm. I mean, things were pretty serious during a depression. He, he was in world war two. He saw a lot of really terrible things. Uh, he had a really hard life. He, he's, his parents were from Germany. I think he was the first generation born here in America. And so they're a very strict, no nonsense. You know, we don't joke about things. We, it seems like we don't have fun. Um, and as I'm getting mm-hmm. older, I'm realizing that wasn't the case. We just saw more of the grumpy old grandpa part. Um, yeah. Like, uh, my grandpa was very much, you know, the work hard, play hard mantra. He was more just the work hard. 
<laughs> he knew nothing about the play hard part. Right. Well, until he until he was a grandpa, and then he was an awesome, fun grandpa. Then he becomes the grandpa role, right? And so and exactly, then, and that's what I'm seeing my dad now. But you know, growing up though, dad was dad was the serious one. Mom was the oh oh dad. You know, he, he just go do your thing, go read your paper. You know, and and he was a, a great dad. You know, I love him. He's wonderful. He uh, he provided for us for sure. And, uh, mm -hmm. and I guess to preface a lot of this, I like, well, not preface where to talk about it, but, uh, I'm one of six kids, so I can't imagine it being too, too easy for my dad and how hard it is for me to provide for my three kids. I can't imagine six of us and we were all giant mm -hmm. pains in the butt. So I'm sure we were part of it, but so going back though, so my dad and his dad, they, they all had a sort of very we're men we we provide we we go to work we pay the bills we make sure that we do all the things well we do all the things um but all the important like life or death like mm -hmm. this isn't fun stuff like well i guess my dad did yeah, drive, getting drive. your hands dirty stuff right fixing the truck fixing the car fixing the mm -hmm. conversion vans in our case um but so that Boat in my case oh okay fancy pants but <laughs> <laughs> um somebody's got to clean the mansion so we uh <laughs> so comparing myself to my dad and not you know directly but i guess my dad's generation and your dad's as well I don't, uh, I mean, where do we compare? Like, how do we compare? And that's, it's not really fair to compare. You shouldn't compare yourself, you know, too much to people. But I think generationally, it's okay to compare our generational or our generation as nearly 40 year olds, you know, 30 to 40 year olds, maybe men specifically in this case, where we stack up against the older generations. And, you know, mm -hmm. I kind of wonder, maybe that's a conversation I need to have with my dad. You know, when did my dad realize he wasn't a 20-something-year-old? I, I still don't. And I don't think my dad was ever a 20-something-year-old. I think he was always 40. <laughs> he was born a 40-year-old. <laughs> yeah, until he, he was 40 years old until he turned 41. <laughs> and he had his first and so birthday. on and so forth. Yeah. Well, and I feel the same way, too. My dad was always super mature. He was always the, uh, mm. the old man. Yeah, and and like uh, nowadays, like he, he'll actually have conversations with me about uh, his life when he was younger, growing up, and everything more often than he ever had in right. the past. And it's really weird to have always thought of my dad as a full-grown, mature adult, and then now all of a sudden I'm hearing all these stories about him being young and dumb and having fun. All right. Yeah. yeah but it's just, it's a, it's a weird, weird situation to be in sometimes. And I guess, you know, that brings up a good point too. So, I mean, I've heard stories of like when my mom and dad dated, you know, it's kind of weird to think my, my dad dated, like when I was younger, my dad was, you know, he was the serious one. Like, what do you mean he dated? Didn't you guys just sort of meet and then you had your first kid? Like to me, that was always just like, no, you guys <laughs> were always parents. You know, you guys were born at 20 something, mm -hmm. you had your first kid and then, uh, yeah, that's how families work, right? Exactly. But I, I don't, I don't know the the. I guess maybe that's on me. Um, I don't know his experience as a young father, uh, other than you know back in the day, 
dads weren't really too much a part of it. Like my apparently my dad never changed any of our diapers or cleaned up, you know, throw up or our messes. I mean, is that the case with you? Sounds like my dad. Right. And so yeah, I don't even know if my dad knows how to change a diaper. <laughs> right. And so I, you know, my mom has told me stories. Well, your dad never did that. He wasn't a part of that. And so they were kind of a generation brought up as, you know, the dad provides. Yeah, the provider and the nurturer. Right. If you're safe, uh, you've got food and a roof over your head. And a roof over your head. <laughs> That's clothes it. on your back. Leave me alone. Yeah. I did my part. It feels that mm -hmm. way. And so. Yeah. And like my dad was always uh, the punisher as well, so yeah. to speak. Yep. You, know, you got in trouble. Well, your mom sent you to your dad, and now you were punished. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right. And then, if you wanted anything, it was oh, go ask your mother. Go ask your mother. Uh, yeah. Oh, you, if your mom says it's okay, you need help with something. Go ask your mother. You got a problem with something? Yeah. Go ask well, your mother. She told me to ask you. <laughs> oh, you got stuck in the loop. But oh God, said... it was horrible. So then we would just go and do whatever the heck we wanted. Yeah. And then you say the other one said fine. Ah, whatever. Yeah, and then, and then we'd get in trouble. Win-win <laughs> all around. Yeah, it 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 was a it was definitely a battle of attrition. Right. <laughs> go ask your father. No, go ask your mother. Oh, we're just gonna do it anyway. Oh, well, now you're in trouble. And then the cycle repeats. So that kind of brings a point too. Like, just today's relationships in general have changed as well. But I don't think I want to get into that just yet. So I think going back to. You know, I guess for us specifically in this case, fathers and the, the generational difference. So fathers today. So for me as fatherhood, um, and I mean, I guess it also would extend into just being a man today. It, it's it seems totally different from my perception of, of how it was for my dad, at least in that, you know, I, I don't feel like we have the same pressures, but I just I don't feel Oh man, I don't know how to put it. I, I I don't think things are is not necessarily serious because they definitely are. We're definitely dealing with a lot of serious stuff these days. Yeah, I think I feel like things are just as serious as they were back then. Just I don't feel like I'm as serious of a person as my father was, or as a, how I perceived my father to be. So pretty much my dad was the type of person who uh, gave me a moral compass for my birthday and said, here, figure your way out in life. Yeah. Whereas I'm more of the person that's going to give my son and my daughter that moral compass and then show them how to use it. And, you know, and I think that's the, the bigger difference. I think we're a generation perhaps because we were raised by our mothers, maybe, that we've mm -hmm. we've taken on more of those sort of motherly, I don't know if that's quite the right word, but motherly instincts as far as Attributes. parenting. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we we have a little bit more of a nurturer in us than than our fathers did. And that's so like my mom was very much the nurturer and my dad was very much, you know, the provider. And right. nothing, almost nothing else. And yeah. then now I, I kind of feel like I'm closer to the middle. The, the meeting room. I mean, so I don't think it's necessarily fair to say, like, I, I wouldn't say my dad wasn't nurturing. And I don't think your dad wasn't either. But I think it's in a different context. I think 
the idea of a father's nurture these days is different than what it might have been. And mm-hmm. I mean, man, we can get into a whole wild like how men are perceived yeah, like, in the media and like. Like I, I don't, I don't want to be too negative on my dad. Like I don't want to make it sound like he, he was just some authoritarian figure or something <laughs> like that. Like he, he definitely kind of sort of showed me how to take care of myself through just having me do things for myself my entire life. Well, you know, if I wanted something, I had to make it or go get it. Right. So, I mean, I guess that kind of brings up another point. I mean, I guess as far as parenting goes, do we as dads today, are we babying our children? Are we going too far the other way? Uh, oh, crap. We might be. <laughs> oh, no, I messed up. I knew I was going to screw my kids up the moment they were born. <laughs> One way or another. Uh, I don't I don't think that's the case. So I, I think, it, you know, it's weird. I kind of feel like I'm growing up with my children. And this is where a lot of that sort of stuck in the younger mindset comes from, for me at least. Like, I'll be sitting on the couch and look over at my six-year-old who's laughing at SpongeBob, who, I'll be honest, I was watching 20 years ago after high school, which is weird. But she'll be laughing at SpongeBob, and I'll look over, and I'm laughing too, and I'm like, oh, you're my daughter. Like, yeah. that's wild. Like, oh, man, that 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 person in the kitchen, that woman, that's my wife? This is so weird. Like, it kind of hits me like it's a surreal moment. It's like, wow, holy right. cow, I'm my parents. When did this happen? Like, when did I turn into a didn't I just graduate high school? <laughs> exactly. And it's just it's weird because I keep finding myself in those moments of, oh right, I'm the dad. I'm the dad now. I gotta go take care of that bang in the night, you know. What was that sound outside? Uh, you know, the car's got a a, a car problem, you know. Mm-hmm. I got <laughs> right oil change uh change a tire you know the the christmas story mm-hmm. the movie you know I, i'm that dad now that has all those responsibilities and i mean i welcome i them. gotta stick soap in my kid's mouth when he says off oh, fudge oh that's still mom's job <laughs> <laughs> but uh i i don't it's weird because i still have those moments of like when's this when am i supposed to feel like a a 40 year old. When am I supposed to? I never felt like I was a 30 year old. Like it, there was never a switch. There was never a big aha moment for me. And that's not to say that I haven't had, had a lot of moments that's definitely required a, a parent's outlook. Um, I mean, I, I've had to deal with school problems for my children. I've, I've gone to hospital visits with my children. I mean, obviously I was there for the births of my children. Like, all those milestones and all those things have happened, but, but it's just weird that still kind of stuck in this childish, (laughs) maybe not childish, but it's just not as adult mindset as I feel like I should sometimes. Yeah. And I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. Not at all. I mean, there's also uh, like a realization I had, um, around the time you know somewhere somewhere in the mix of where my wife and i got married and had our first kid uh you know during all of that i was kind of having these realizations of um 
you know, I'm, I'm pretty much at the stage exactly at the same time as my parents were at this stage in their life. And they absolutely had to have been just as clueless as I am. I think they just did a better job of covering that up <laughs> than, right. than I feel like I'm doing right now. Yeah. But then again, I don't know. I think my, my son seems to think I'm pretty awesome. So right. <laughs> I must be doing something right. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they say you learn from, I don't know. You learn from your, your parents' mistakes. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I like to think that I'm correcting mistakes. I feel that were made on me the same way. I think my parents were trying to make adjustments on the way mm -hmm. that, that their parents might've made mistakes on them. And, and my mom and even dad will admit like, you know, I wish I did this better. And, uh, I, my parents did this to me and I tried to break it for you. And, and maybe I didn't, maybe I did. I'm sorry if I didn't. Like in, in my dad's situation, uh, he actually didn't have a father figure for the majority of his adolescence. And, uh, I think, you know, having not experienced, uh, like what a father is and everything for most of your young life, uh, definitely kind of hurt him a little bit. But yeah. then knowing that, uh, as I was growing, growing up and everything, and now like almost absentee, my dad felt at times, like I, I later on in life could look back and think to myself, you know what? He had no idea what a really good father was supposed to be like. So he really did the best he could with the tools he was given. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that brings up a good point. We, so we've talked about it too. Like we're learning as, as we go along. I mean, as parents, as mm -hmm. husbands, as very much so everything we're doing a lot of times at the jobs that we have, um, I mean, we're learning and, and yeah, for, for your dad to be in that sort of situation, I mean, he had to make stuff up I and mean, we were making stuff up. Yeah. But we had examples, yeah. good or bad. We knew he, some of the results. My dad actually did steal lines from like uh, <laughs> Family Matters and uh, what's that other show? The Campbell's commercials. Family. <laughs> Campbell's commercials. I don't think that's excessive. Uh, Full yeah. House. Full right. House. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, like he, he would actually plagiarize lines <laughs> that those dads would have. And I would think well, to myself, Dad, you're full of crap. So well, then I son, would you take it. the good, you take the bad. You mix them up and yeah. then you have the facts of life or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think to change subject, they're not, not subjects, but to change kind of line of thinking, something I was talking to my wife about that I think, I don't know if it's an answer, but might kind of help kind of guide where a lot of this might be coming from is the stuff that, that we were growing, we grew up with and something specifically I look at is music, media. Um, I mean, those are the things that influence you growing up. So like my mm -hmm. dad had, he, he had the classic rock, which I don't think they called the classic rock back then, but his rock was, you know, about a lot of progressive stuff, very forward adult things. Whereas, a lot of the music I listen to and I know that you did and a lot of the our close group of friends listen to was a lot of uh, a lot of more like punk type music, modern mm -hmm. rock, alternative rock. And a lot of the music that we listened to was a lot of high school angst, teenage angst, 
young 20s oh, yeah, angst. So. And so I think, you know, it's probably safe to say that we got stuck in that mindset because that's honestly, that's the same music I listen to today is that sort of punk rock teenage angst music that I listened to when I was a late teen, early 20s. And so mm-hmm. I think that kind of keeps me set in that, that, that sort of thinking. And same with TV, you know, a lot of the, the TV we grew up watching wasn't so much about older families and stuff. It was a lot of teenage stuff. And I, I don't know, a lot of it related more to young 20s lifestyle, whereas a lot of the TV that when, yeah, <laughs> when like it came out. High school, college age kids. Right. That was all our comedy movies. That was all our, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, anything we'd watch in a movie was, you know, a high school drama or a, a early college drama. Whereas I think a lot of the media that my our parents took in was about older families, the mom and the dad. Yeah. Was, um, yeah. That kind. Of, yeah. And so I, I think, I think that plays a big part in it. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe, no, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was like, you know, pretty much life and in, intimidating art. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, and that's yeah. the case. Like your kids were part of your family, but they weren't all that important. I mean, that's not quite accurate. They weren't, your life didn't revolve around your kids perhaps was more like your, your job was important. Providing was mm-hmm. important. I mean, providing for your kids, but it, none of the, the songs, uh, well, that's not fair. I mean, the Beatles had a lot of like teenage angsty type music. That's, I guess, why they were the rebels. <laughs> but I just, I wonder if, if media, uh, I mean, I know it does. I know it plays a part. It plays a huge part today. And they didn't have Facebook or social media back then. But I know that media plays a huge role, especially today. And I think that's kind of the case where, you know, today we have Facebook, Instagram, uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah, we're just bombarded with with social interaction well constantly exactly but we're also bombarded with interaction on a multi-level like the stuff we're taking in there is no like age demographic memes cover all you know span of ages and there's nothing specific to i think an age group anymore I think honestly, that's why some of the older generation or sorry, the younger generation kind of feels like they're older now because they kind of fall into that same generational list, if that's a word, uh, broad humor, music, media in general. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that's why, you know, you hear a lot of millennials complaining about, well, we never got to be kids. We were forced straight into being adults. Like, and I think it's the opposite for us. Like, I think we got to be kids. Well, we got to be teenagers and 20-something-year-olds. I think we got locked in there. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, I think that's kind of the background of, of where we are and and why we think we think the way we do. And I think, I think as far as, like, where it puts us today, like, I'm hilarious. I know I'm... The funniest dad <laughs> around. My wife would argue. So modest, too. I'm very... Humility is a trait I'm most proud of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I I think I think it's made us better parents. Being able to, mm-hmm. to, I guess, see both sides. We're at that point where we can see the mistakes of our parents, 
but we can see mm -hmm. the kids that are coming up now and how they might have been brought up and we can make those adjustments on the fly and whether that's because of social media giving us a bigger view of everything i think we have become <laughs> i was going to say more rounded individuals but i mean obviously mm -hmm. the older generations would argue and say we're slackers and lazy or we don't parent well enough <laughs> Or whatever they My dad still to. calls me a dumb kid. Yeah, like, <laughs> but he loves you. Um, it's not demeaning or anything. <laughs> dad. So, I, it, well, and that's what's weird too. Like, I catch myself being more of a friend to my kids, probably because I forget, oh, right, I'm your dad. And not in important mm -hmm. parts, but like watching SpongeBob on the couch. And so, and I know that, that, extends into other parts of our lives where we might not be seen as quite so mature perhaps or take things quite as serious but i think it's because of all the serious things we do have to deal with that we've just found a better way to handle it and i think that's come out as a mm -hmm. more i don't know well, I, I almost kind of relate it to imagination like uh i i almost feel like my parents' imagination sort of kind of almost died over the years, whereas mine is still, you know, it's still very much alive. Like I, I can watch my kid play or interact with my kid while he's playing. And I can, I can actually start to create the same mental picture that he's creating while he plays. Yeah. Whereas I don't think my parents were able to relate to me in that same kind of way. So I don't, you know, thinking about it right now, I don't think that that's the case of not being able to. I think it's more they weren't allowed to. I think societally, you know, that would have been frowned upon. What do you mean your dad's playing with you when he's supposed to be working or, you know, doing yeah, some serious thing? That too. I, well, that's the thing is I think perhaps today dads are given a little more leeway and you know i didn't want to get too much into it in this episode but you know the media portrays dads and men in general as these kind of bumbling idiots and so i think in that sense dads yeah. have been given a lot of slack oh we don't expect much of you anyways so anything you do do is yeah, as a whole homer simpson complex or whatever you want to call it right right so maybe that plays a part in it too but Regardless of where it comes from, I think, I think, I don't know. I like where we are. I like the relationship that I have with my children. I like that I'm able to be a, a an interactive parent, an interactive dad, and mm -hmm. joke around and outwardly be kind of a doofus <laughs> with my kids, and that that's okay. And, and I fully yeah. accept that. And embrace it, it. It makes you more approachable. And I think that will benefit, you know, your relationship with your kid or your kids, plural, uh, in the future. Because, like, for instance, my dad was very much the the disciplinary figure. And growing up, like, I, I never really wanted to go to my dad for anything because it was always going to turn into some kind of lecture or right. some kind of situation that I just didn't want to deal with. So I would avoid going to my dad for help for certain things. Whereas I 
don't want that for my kids. I want to be approachable. I want my kids to come to me with absolutely everything that, that, that is on their minds. Right. You know, I, I don't want them to ever think that they can't come to me for anything. Right. Yeah. And I think having that sort of childlike mentality that my wife likes to point out so often <laughs> definitely benefits <laughs> in being able to relate to my eight, six and four year old on a, a goofy level of, of understanding as an eight, six or four year old sees the world. And, and I love that. Mm-hmm. I, if, if that were ever taken away from me, I'd, I'd probably be a miserable person, but Oh, absolutely. I'd be such a curmudgeon. Even more so. So I think (laughs) there, you know, there's a lot of stuff I want to get into. I think in future episodes, we're definitely going to talk about how this extends into other relationships, relationships with our wives, relationships with our friends, um, how our friends without children uh, kind of fall into the same kind of category as well. Mm -hmm. And so I got a lot of exciting ideas, I think. We can have a lot of fun with this. I know we will. And so for now, I think let's just embrace who we are. Admit that we don't know what we're doing. We're all a bit naive and learning. And that's okay. And that's okay. Just keep learning and trying. And we'll cover more topics. We'll get some cool people on here and we'll just have a lot of fun with this. So for now, uh, again, I'm, I'm Scott. And I'm Pete. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Take care.